joining me today to tell you that video silence is not a life sentence is an environmental expert who uses video to bridge an environmental skills gap. This is The Confident Video Presenter where I talk to wonderfully imperfect humans about how they overcame the fear of video. My name's Julian Mather, I'm your host and fellow student, and I too was once terrified, I mean really terrified, of being on video. And I want you to know that you're not alone, and that struggling to show up on video is completely normal, and that there is a simple path that you can follow to be the confident video presenter that you've always wanted to be. And if you can't wait to start, you can start right now. You can go to the Confident Video Presenter Academy. This is a self-guided online course that's going to show you step-by-step -step how to turn camera shyness into feeling fearless on video so that you can win more trust, authority, clients and jobs without the worry of looking like an amateur struggling with the tech or forgetting what to say. So if that's you and you want to realize your full potential and you can become a confident video presenter in seven days, if you go to www.confidentvideopresenter.com and know that this is all live and unfiltered and unedited. So if you've got questions or comments, if you happen to be watching live, stick them in there and if I can see them, uh, we'll answer. Or you can come and join us live if you've got something to add to the conversation. What you can do is go to telljulian.com, uh, follow the prompts, and you'll come into the system, and I'll put you on, on hold. Uh, and uh, if we can get to you, we'll bring you in, and uh, we'll chat with you too. Well, let's meet today's guest. Hello, Claire Feeney. Hello, Julian. <laughs> now, Claire, I know you're a little tense there and a little nervous. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do, just to start, take a big breath and just let it all go. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, Claire, so tell us what you do, where do you work and who do you serve? I help environmental experts deliver training. They're the only ones who can do it, but they don't necessarily know a lot about training. And they probably know even less about how to measure all the outcomes of their training because there's millions and millions of great outcomes. So I help them get across the training and then I support them with a strategy. So I do that from my office in Auckland, New Zealand. And the people I serve, I guess they come, um, I work at the sector scale. So it would be people who work in a water sector or an industrial sector of some sort, some kind of sector of the economy. Um, and that could be a government body, could be a business body, could be a professional association, could be a non-government, not-for-profit, anything like that, an indigenous grouping, anything that where I help their experts work at scale to make a bigger difference faster. So you are starting on your video journey into using video to help solve uh, your clients' uh, problems out there. What was the trigger for that? Why, why did you decide now was the time that you needed to show up on video? Um, I guess I've become increasingly clear about my message. So it, <laughs> it's taken me a few years to kind of get the full picture of the difference in the way I think about environmental training. But then I guess the other thing is that people don't know 
environmental experts don't know about the world of professional training and I've kind of I wouldn't call myself an expert trainer and I'm no longer a specialist environmental expert but I've got a foot in both camps and that I think means that I can really speak to them and really help them but they don't know that this opportunity exists and I figured that to get out there I needed a bit more than a few posts on LinkedIn uh, or even Facebook, I've bailed out of Twitter, or even fabulous posters on Instagram. I figured I needed to find out where my people were and post my videos in a clever kind of a series on YouTube. And I guess I put off doing that for quite a while, but I realized that I need to let people know that the service is available because I think they need it and when they discover me they realize they do too so have you made videos before yes i have <laughs> i've done it in a very cheating way i've done them on zoom and then downloaded the recording and then got someone to edit the front end and the back end and take out any real bloopers uh have some music start and end slides so i was very lucky to have great help actually so that was how I was doing it initially. Where do you post now? Um, I have, I just realized I've got three different YouTube channels and I, I have to integrate them in some way because I've got a very small number of followers. And um, so I've got to work out how to build a proper base on YouTube, but I've been just posting them on LinkedIn. Right. Occasionally right. on Facebook, especially the professional speakers page, yeah. Yeah. And how much you were talking before about it's taken you a couple of years to now get mm. your message right. How much has that been a factor in holding you back showing up on, on video, getting clarity in your message? I think that's been actually quite a big factor. So, you know, I wrote a book about what, successful environmental training programs look like and how you do one. But I think doing that brain dump is a very different thing from being able to talk about your message. It's, and it took me a long time to get to that point to realize that there was a meta level above the book that I needed to get smart about. So it's been a real learning journey about how to talk about my book. I didn't even really know how to do that. Yeah, because I mean, it can be a problem, can't it be? Uh, experts, you know, we tend to, you know, know so much and, you know, we think that everyone wants to know everything that, that, that we know and everything that interests us. Uh, and, you know, as um, I've been helping you through this process, Mm. is that learning that actually giving too much is a disservice to two people. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's why, and, you know, I started delivering training on highly technical environmental topics and it was like the fire hose, you know, and I learned year after year after year and I'm still learning less is more. And if you're doing it in video, you know, you could be really precise about the question that people are asking, and then you can invest a small amount of time in simply answering that question. I don't need to say, well, in chapter 3.2 and diagram, you know, nah, <laughs> don't go there. 
Yeah, and it does. You know, and as, as you're discovering, it makes it a whole heap easier as well to show up and, mm. and make a video when you just know that I'm, I'm just talking about this point and therefore I know how to introduce this point. I, yeah. I, I know what the guts of this point yeah. is uh, yeah. and then I know what I'm going to say at the end uh, to get out of the, the, the video. And quite often that can be that uh, I, instead of making one big topic, what we've done is broken this topic down into three little topics and at the end of this video, I'm going to go, well, this is the first point uh, of this video. This is point one. Make sure you check out videos number two and three, which I've put in the follow-up mm. points. And so just having that clarity uh, about mm. your message just uh, really raises your, your confidence. So let's talk about who you are, because this is, to me is, is the, the really interesting thing, is because as... You know, as professionals, we turn up and we put on our suit of armour and we all walk around <laughs> pretending, you know, that we're brilliant at everything, we're infallible, uh, which is one of the reasons why we don't show up on video because, you know, in all honesty, um, people see, oh, oh, actually, you're not as perfect as you say you are. Uh, so part of this is actually, you know, uh, breaking it down and for all of us to see that, okay, we all struggle with, with something. We've all got strengths. We've all got weaknesses. And it's quite okay to have those. So I like to ask, on the introvert, extrovert scale, where do you think you sit? Uh, I think most people I know would call me an extrovert. But according to a definition, which I've seen, I'm probably an introvert because I adore being with people and partying up large and yakking away and catching up. But I have to have my away time, my recharge time, and that has to be on my own. So by that definition, I'm probably an introvert, although I'm quite noisy with other people. Well, that sounds like you're, you're, you know, like an omnivert or you know, different terms for it. But, I mean, you know, because extroverts get their energy from being around other people and introverts, you know, typically get their energy um, from recharging and being by themselves. I mean, I'm very much the in introvert. I am not an extrovert at all. And one of the funny things, too, is, I, and I don't know if you've found this, but Certainly in my past career in TV and being around a lot of people who are in front of the camera or on the stage, uh, you know, uh, showing up in some sense is by and large, the majority of those are introverts. And it's absolutely reverse of what people think. People think that showing up and doing this, you have to be uh, an, an extrovert. And I've just find, found it's completely the opposite. Have you seen anything like that? I guess so. Um, I, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Because I think, too, you know, people who are trying to do this generally have quite a strong creative streak, more or less wide or narrow. And for the creativity, I think, yeah, you can really spark off other people and there's nothing like that. But for deep creativity, I do think you need that silent time or, you know, wandering through the bush or at the beach or something like that but you know so you're starting to hit on the point there is that because if you are creative and when I say creative I don't mean that you're an artist or anything like that mm. but you have something to say that you mm. uh, creativity can be you're a person who joins dots 
like this. You know, you you see other people in your industry and you think, oh, I've got, you said that, I've got an idea about this. Is that if you have something to say, it is very, very hard to hold it back. And, unfor- and so this is why we do this and this is why I like to give people like you, Claire, the opportunity to come on and get the reps up in showing up on 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 video and realizing that it's um it's this weird thing that we've uh, a facade that we put around this mystique that we put around this glass lens up here and I reckon this glass lens is is like kryptonite to Superman you know like you put the glass lens in front of people and all their superpowers in the workplace the wonderful people that they are in the community, the power that they have to transform other people's lives just gets sucked out of them like Superman's power. And so it's, 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 a, it's a weird thing. Um, I just went off on a tangent there and for, <laughs> forgot what I actually asked you. But it was a brilliant one. I think, well, no, I loved the tangent because I think that's exactly what happens to me. I, I turn into a wooden puppet. You know, I can't, I, yeah, I do. And I'm, you know, with your coaching, I'm learning yeah. to liven so, up and, and loosen up a bit. Yeah. So with that, okay. So we're and and the the reason I like asking this is it's for it's to put the mirror up when other people go, oh, I'm an introvert. You don't understand. I can't make videos. And I go, well, you know, <laughs> you, you you you're actually that's not the reason that you're making videos because most of us, you know, me included. Are introverts, so we've got to cross that mm. that one out. So yeah. let's talk about creative and analytical, because a lot of people think, no, I can't make videos. I'm not creative. So where, so where do you fit on that scale, creative to analytical thinking? Mm. I might be a bit bipolar, actually. I might have a, <laughs> a little bit at each end, um, because well, this morning I was doing some really detailed editing for a science research funding application. Yeah, that's heavily analytical. I mean, half the stuff I couldn't understand. These people are so brainy. <laughs> um, and so I can get into that level of detail. But what I love is when I get an idea, and usually it's for an image, and I say, actually, I think it could look like this. And I'll scratch something out on a piece of paper and then see if it actually captures everything. And so, um, I really liked in that. I can't draw. I am hopeless. I can make a number two and turn it into a duck. That is the limit of my drawing ability. So, yeah, I think I love coming up with visual representations of complex knowledge. So I think that's, and also I think the creative part would also be thinking about training in a different way. Thinking about not a specialist subject area on which people need training but how can such specialist training transform an entire sector by lifting their environmental performance that for me is i guess my big creative project so if you're in if if you're not uh in the virtual world you're out in the real world and you're sitting in a room full of uh peers or clients What's your confidence level to speak up and say and question uh, the mood of the room? Mm. Um, well, in art conferences, they say, well, now we'll take questions. Yeah. And back in the day when I was really 
you know, a bright young thing and so confident and, and really articulate. And I'd ask a question and my voice would be wobbling because I'd just be so frightened. <laughs> um, I don't think I do that anymore. Um, sometimes I don't want to rock the boat. And so that again is having more confidence in what I can offer and that I can offer it in a, um, a, a kindly and intelligent way. Yeah. Now, the point is just that there are so many people who, this is the other thing, there are so many people who are super confident in real life and quite often they might even be what we call bombastic or, you know, I mean, they're just way too forward and they're in your face. Yet those people struggle equally to show up on video as as well. So um, it doesn't really discriminate video. It's, uh, it, it, yeah, it really cuts across. So... Um, what stopped you? So, so why are you coming on to video now? Why weren't you doing video, say, two years ago? Two years ago, I simply didn't have that meta clarity about how to talk about my book. I just didn't have that, which is crazy because it's the second edition already. So then I think a year ago, I realized it and actually it was Monica Moore who's um, the president of the Professional Speakers Association of New Zealand set us a number of challenges and she said every one of you has to make three videos over the next three weeks and you've got to put them up on our pages and on LinkedIn <laughs> and I was terrified into compliance <laughs> I did it. but then I found then I quite liked it in the end. The technology bamboozled me. I mean, I was still doing the Zoom thing and then sending it off to darling Gavin Rugg to sort it out for me. But um, yeah, I, it, I did discover that I quite like doing it. And so was that a surprise to you? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought, I don't know what I thought. Because I was doing that Zoom thing that I explained before. And so for me, that was simple enough that I wasn't going to completely panic. And I knew that I was going to be sending it off to an expert to tidy it up for me. So that was okay. Um, and so, but for me to take a more strategic approach to my own work, I need a different kind of confidence and competence, I think. I need to understand the process much more and do more myself um, and then I can always ask for extra help the starts and ends your clapping thing about the bloopers that I don't I'm not going to give away that trade secret because people need to come and learn it from you but <laughs> I mean for me that that's a complete breakthrough so I think I've realized that if I need to take the next step up for my business and my mission, I just have to, um, I just have to swallow the dead rat. <laughs> that's a different term. I haven't heard that. That's obviously, <laughs> that's obviously a, key, a kiwi one. <laughs> a kiwi term. So, what 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 turned out to be harder? What turned out to be easier in the video making process than you thought? Uh, I was completely unnerved about thinking of having to do it all on my cell phone because I know that they're absolutely extraordinary they've got infinitely more brain power than the first 
satellite that was sent out to circle around Venus and leave the solar system. I think it was about a 481 or something like that. Anyway, never mind. So, <laughs> um, I don't know that I ever will do videos on my phone unless I'm filming something else. But when I found out that I could do this stuff on my laptop and make it all easy from there, that removed one big barrier for me. So, you know, because I would, um, I have been calling myself Cyberclutz Claire, and I probably have to stop doing that because it's not very, it's very unreinforcing, isn't it? <laughs> Undermining. Yeah. Mm. So just knowing that, is was really good for me that that's keeping me in my in in the broad sphere of my technological comfort zone while still challenging me to actually use the cutting tools and the editing tools and the um, presentation tools that you've provided yeah yeah and that is a confusion that a lot of a lot of people get because i mean i advocate that you can use a smartphone uh, but uh, you know People mistake that uh, a lot as that is exclusively you should use a smartphone. And it's certainly not the case at all. And, you know, it is just saying that you already have a smartphone in your pocket. You already have the tools that you that yeah. you need to start. Uh, but anyway, look, I, I, I won't bang on about that. Uh, what uh, You've just gone through a computer upgrade. Uh, with more power on your computer, what 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 did you experience that made you realise that you needed a more powerful system? Well, I think I described it to you in these terms, Julian. But honestly, my old laptop is now it's brilliant, but it's full because I've got a lot of um, high resolution images, you know, environmental stuff. You're collecting them all the time, and a lot of very big files. And so it was like, you know, you've got oh, your favourite car and you absolutely love it to bits, but it is time to let someone else enjoy that car so that you upgrade and you're going to get the same make of car. So, you, you know, you've got your two-litre car and you sell it to someone else and then you buy your new car and you take it home and you realise it's a one-litre engine. And that's what I found. I had no idea that you could even buy a computer that had less memory and storage than an older computer. It never occurred to me. Just didn't occur to me. So I, I will now have, <laughs> well, for the time being, I, 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 do, I will buy a proper computer. I have seen your specifications. I will follow them religiously um, and I will get someone to accompany me when I purchase my next computer instead of doing it four weeks after having a hip replacement still under anaesthetic and shopping from home. I won't make that mistake again. Right. So just, just to give some clarity around what we're talking about there is that if you're going to spend money uh, to show yeah. up on video now, yeah. the number one thing you can put money into is boosting up your processing power and your yeah. RAM, your random access memory of your computer. So whether you buy a new computer or upgrade, you know, what you want, but you want the power in your computer because there are so many new apps yeah. that are coming out that enable you to uh, use computational power to achieve better sound, better images, uh, faster uh, editing. It just makes your video 
uh, life so much, much easier. And so, um, yeah, Claire, Claire went along and um, was thinking that uh, uh, what they had told her was what she needed. Uh, and in <laughs> fact, it's, it's not. And uh, anyway, look, this, this, this whole thing is uh, a process. Yeah. Yeah. So tell so tell me, Claire. You are a, a mature and wise and wonderful woman. Uh, where does how does age and oh, it's International Women's Day today? So, it sure yes, is. It it, yeah. it 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 is. So so did you feel any pressures because of your age and showing up on video? Um, I've got the usual issues around vanity and ego and is my fringe looking okay and my jacket fitting properly and is my hair going bananas or, you know, and, and wrinkles, Julian, wrinkles. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, but that would be pretty dumb to let that stop me from putting out a message that I really believe can change the world. That would be a bit silly, wouldn't it? So yeah, I have to well, get over it. I have to get over myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting because with the clients that I work with, it is three to one in favour of mature women to reluctant men. I work. It, it is. Yep. And there's this whole you know thing that you know women struggle to show up. Um, and I don't know what it is. I mean, I I have no data. I'm just trying to monitor this and and. Um, but typically with the women that I work with, I find that they found a power within uh, and they've got something to say and they are not going to be held back compared to some of the men that I work with uh, who reluctantly turn up because they sort of know that they have to, but... They don't. It's, it's this down here isn't with the men that I'm typically work with. So in, interesting. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm just speaking anecdotally at the the moment. But yeah, that's interesting actually, because some of the most successful professional speakers I know are mature women, and they they're just wonderful absolutely wonderful and we're seeing a huge number of um well women of all ages leading really brilliant environmental initiatives as well mm. yeah so claire if there was anybody um listening to this and they were sitting on the fence uh about jumping into video what 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 would you say about what you didn't know before but you know now that would help them take that leap i would say to them get help and there is help and you know that i would in fact i've already suggested to several people that they do your course so your online course i think it you, well, I'm actually appreciating your training at two levels, Julian. I'm appreciating the content to go from cyber cluts clear to competent clear and confident and clear clear. <laughs> but I'm also looking at the quality of how you deliver your training. And I'm awestruck by that. So because I really, really know what good training looks like. And I'm awestruck by how you're doing it. 
because you have deterrorized it for me. You have, I was very nervous. I was thinking, I have to be a big girl. I have to step up to this. This is going to be really hard. And I'm going to hate it. And I'm probably going to be terrible at it. You know, and this is even those first couple of modules completely well, tackled that head on and kind of popped the balloon. It was great. It was really good. So I would say to anyone who thinks they can't do it, just have another little think. Because I think, you know, we, I think what, what you've done is you have made this, what looks like terrifying technology, very accessible and doable to ordinary professionals like me. Yeah, and it's interesting because this circles back to what we were talking about earlier, which is clarity of message. Is mm. that to and and thank you. That's um, you know, um, uh, I accept that uh, generous <laughs> summary of uh, my my course. Mm. Uh, but that's you know that has taken a long time to get there and a lot of thinking and that clarity that the that it works effectively for you. Mm in such a short time within the first couple of, of modules, that is just continually re refining. And I just want people to understand that, is that it's, it, it, I didn't put this course out and it worked brilliantly. I had many iterations before and mm -hmm. I put them out and I listened to the feedback in it and I went, okay, right, okay, I need to change that. And sometimes people, it's great. I mean, do not be afraid of feedback. Because sometimes people just tell you the obvious that you can't see. You, you, you're working in a blind spot. And they just go, you know, if you put that in front of that, that makes a lot more sense. And I go, oh, it does too. I couldn't <laughs> see that. So, um, yeah, you know, this this definitely is a process. But it's I think it's a process really worth um, applying yourself to. Uh, you know, you get a lot of satisfaction out of it and you can help people. And because it's on video, uh, it's available 24-7 and people can access it when they want and they can be uh, learning my content and I can be sleeping, which is one, <laughs> yeah, one of the wonderful benefits of, of video. Yeah. So, Claire, if, if people want to connect with you, where can they connect with you? Uh, com if they want to email me. Uh, I've got two websites, www.clairefeeney.com, um, which <laughs> is in the process of being upgraded. So it's got a beautiful shell with absolutely no content at present because I'm still working on that. And the other one which talks about my environmental training is esst.institute, and they can find me there. All right, lovely. Just search for my name. Mm. So, Claire, thank you so much for putting on your big girl pants and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, coming in and, and, and doing this. Was it, was it uh, uh, better or worse than you expected? Um, it was as good as I expected. And although I was nervous, I expected it to be good because having seen all your videos and, and worked with you a little bit in person before all of this as well, I, I trusted you, Julian. I felt comfortable and confident. Isn't it? Well, that's a great point. Try, you know, and this is it. Online, trust is the new online mm. currency. Uh, and mm. this is one of the superpowers of video is that, you know, bit by bit you can turn up and people can hear you and experience you and listen to you. 
and build trust over time. And again, you know, you can be doing that while you're sleeping. So anyway, Claire, thanks so much. You just enjoy the breeze there for a moment. I'm just going to uh, take us out here. So if you've got something to say, but you're struggling to show up on video and say it, if you want to better communicate your business, your vision, your mission, then I invite you to watch my on-demand free video masterclass. In it, I show you exactly how I use video to entrust authority and clients and how it has become wonderfully easy for you to do it too. And you can get that at confidentvideopresenter.com. Have a lovely day. Hooroo!